0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
3: Well, welcome back, everybody. Four
4: minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here for the next hour talking about cars. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 to 12 talking about car and car repair. And, and and we're trying to help you, we, me and my guests and stuff, are trying to help you understand what sounds right and what sounds wrong and what is right and what sounds wrong and all that kind of stuff. We're trying to help you just get through the maze of what we know. And, Kurt, how many years have you have been When did you first start twisting wrenches as a kid? Hold on. Go. 50 years ago. 50 years ago. In 1968, I was (laughs) pumping gas at a Shell gas station doing oil changes and and balancing tires with a bubble balancer. Yeah, well... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to say. So, nevertheless, um, it, that's what we're all about. And, and, and one of the things that I'm real proud of is I have a list of the really good shops in town. And um, and I tell you about them. And it's, it, this, this show is not about my shop. It's about them. And there is good shops in town. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is the only one in Mesa that I could find that could meet the criteria that I demand upon our shops. Not only that, is I know Brian and Thelma because their families owned gas stations in the 60s and 70s, so I know their parents, and both of their families were involved in the gas station business. So for Brian and Thelma to now have their own auto repair shop, and of course they've been around for a very long time, since 1970 then I'm sending you to them because they're good people and they know what they're doing and they know right from wrong. So if you're in Mesa, I'm sorry to tell you that I only have one that's that's approved and that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing there on Main Street just east of Stapley. Real quick, we're going to finish our conversation. You brought up a good point and I didn't get there cuz the clock was there. Yeah. We were talking I, I object to the to the just the one number um because it sounds like we can make that up. But you reminded me what
5: most customers just want to know a number.
4: And, and and there's really merit to that. But you also mm-hmm. said something else is we'll share with how we got okay. there. Yes. So you're saying it's 2.1 hours at our labor rate at $1.5 or $150 an hour equals the money that I gave you. Yes.
5: yes. Okay.
4: That's playing it right. Right. It's just throwing a number out there and then saying I don't know where the number is or I, I didn't get it. The shop foreman gave it to me or whatever. That kind of creates this, the perception that it's a little different. Right. Okay transparency yeah Thank that you. that's
6: the biggest problem is that uh just a number in itself don't give them any idea where where you're going what they're getting what repairs are being made or
4: anything and and that's I, I like the the ex- explanation part is, is, ma'am. What you're paying for is we're going to pressure test your cooling system. And we're going to find the leak. Then we're going to identify if we can tighten a clamp or if it's something that needs. Then you need a water pump. So then I got the water pump and the labor. I've got the coolant, shop supplies, environmental charges, and sales tax. Your ticket won't be more than this. Right. That's that's transparency. Yeah. That unfortunately, there's a lot in our industry, both on the independent side and on the dealership side, yes, sir. where transparency benefits. The absence of transparency benefits them. Yes. And a lot of them, I know, up in Payson, there's some of them up there that just will give you the bullet number at the end, and they won't tell you how they how they got there at all. And that's difficult. Yeah. Isn't that- it? Then they've we've also got tires a tire shop up there <laughs> that's telling people that that um, that the the tire is is is. Uh, Needs to be taken out of service because of years, and and then one of them's got miles now, so he's deciding that we're we're going to take take it out after so many miles. Um, the DOT is the number that gives us the years, and and I think you guys ten years, on the passenger five courtesy?
5: five years we still start questioning them. Okay. Eight years, they're gone.
4: Okay. And and you're telling the customers that that's what's in their best interest. Yes. Yeah. In reality, you know and I know that most people are are, are going to have their tires way, lo- way, way before that. Yeah. Way
5: yeah. Before they wear them out that. faster than that, typically.
4: Yeah. and But we've got somebody that's saying that once the tire hits five years old, we, we can't touch it. And there's nothing in our industry that says that. Yeah. There's nothing in there. At yeah, all. and you notice that the the federal government,
6: now National Highway Traffic Safety, they won't touch this question. Uh, they know. will not put a
4: date on anything. Yeah, hey, I, I know. We are we're taking the dots on a, every tire. D- Department of Transportation number on the tire tells us what year and month it was made. We're we're logging all that, right, Alan? Mm-hmm. And what do we? What's our number? Where we it's, don't want?
7: To, uh, we don't yeah. touch anything after eight.
4: Okay, yeah. so after eight years, we're yeah. not touching anything. We're not even going to rotate it. We're not going to patch it. No, nope. not going to balance it. Nope. We're not going to do anything. We don't want to be the last one to touch that tire because it needs to be replaced. Yeah, time tells us that. Yeah, so it's re- those are things that that's kind of hard to tell people that your tires are expired,
6: yeah. especially if they've got four thousand miles on them as somebody that drives it two miles a week. You know,
4: to the liquor store and back. Yeah. that's what most. That's what. Uh, you know, uh, somebody said that not too long ago, and I thought, thats you're just going to get in a lot of trouble for something <laughs> like that. But the idea is going to church and back or going to the grocery just store. Short drives. Short drives all the way around. Okay, let's go to the Vern. Vern, Vern and uh, John, you stay right there, but Vern, you're first. What can we do to help you?
3: Okay, I drive my car once a week. I don't go to the liquor store. <laughs> uh,
5: okay, okay, okay.
3: Okay, now I think so I allowed for an analogy it came back and it's that uh, Coolant or dirt may be present in the oil. So, is this something that can go bad all at once, or is this a slow problem?
4: So, give me more of the information. You took your car in for an oil change. Yeah,
3: and they gave me the oil back, and I sent it in for an analysis.
4: Oh, you sent it in, and yes. so and and so and and it says the pres- There's a presence of coolant. Did it give you any idea with respect? Did it give you a number? Yes. Okay, share that.
3: Silicon was 24, sodium was 68, potassium was 40.
4: Okay, so what are the limits? Let's go with the silicon. What was the limit? What was the range that was okay? And are you outside of that range?
3: I don't see a range on here. Okay. Yeah, usually they
5: give you a range. Yeah. It should be anything above this number. is questionable. Above this number is bad.
4: Yeah,
7: yeah. What are we What are we looking for in, in this oil analysis? What What's the reason for sending it out?
4: Why did you do that, Vern?
3: Because I just purchased this car a few months ago.
4: Okay. Oh, it's a used car. Is that what it is?
3: Yes, it's a nineteen ninety eight.
4: Okay. Okay. So let me get this straight. You bought it, and then you took it in for an oil change, and you asked for some of the oil back. You sent the oil out for analysis, and they came back with some silicone or silica and stuff like that.
8: That's
3: correct. Okay.
5: Did, I got a question. Where did the container come from that they put the oil in?
3: Good idea. I took, I took it down
5: there. Okay, okay. okay. I just wanted to make I sure think, it was a fresh container. Or something. I think. I
7: think in this case is do another oil change and do it again and see if it if it's better, worse, or the same. Because you have zero idea if this is the first oil change on that vehicle. You have zero idea if if you know the guy inadvertently you know, put coolant in somewhere. Or did some, You have no history. Now you have a baseline. So do another oil change, wait 5,000 miles, do it again, and see if it's better, worse, or the
5: same. I, I wouldn't stress about it too yeah, much. And, and if you even had, if it's not been driven very much and you get a little bit, or somebody recently did a service on it and, you know, I don't he said 98, he didn't tell us what, right. but if it's a, you know, timing chain-driven water pump or something like that and you get a little bit of coolant in it, then it didn't all get fleshed out or something anytime they did it, there's going to be some presence so it could be previous history, it could be you know, setting, some, something you just have to see if it's changing if it's changing, then we got a problem if it's just consistent, then you're probably perfectly fine
4: but I like what you said, and let me tie that together. We got There's symptoms here. Mm-hmm. If we got a coolant leak, we're going to be consuming coolant. Right. We're going to get a white foam on the dipstick. We're going to have a problem with the engine's going to run hotter progressively as we lose it, and, and we're going to have all of this with it. If we don't have any white frost on the dipstick, and if we're not losing any coolant, and if you shut the car off and the upper hose is really, really hard and tight, and you go back out three hours later and the upper hose is still hard and tight, then I'm not quite sure that I got a coolant leak inside. But... Mm-hmm. If you want to take it to a shop, you would say to them "I want you to i'm going to bring my car in hot. obviously you'll have to get the cap off of it. I want you to pressure test it for thirty minutes for me. How much would you charge me?" And I want to know what the loss was That's it, and that'll tell you all you need to know because if you're worried about coolant in the oil if the if the cooling system is intact and holds pressure for thirty minutes then then it, it, it has to be a container problem or yes. somebody somebody drained it out and handed it to you and used an old quart can or, or a coolant container, a gallon coolant container to do that. So I, I don't think you have enough symptoms. I don't think you have any evidence. I don't think you have any signs that this is a problem. But I agree with the uh, oppor- opportunity. Let's do it again after we start all over again. And number two, why don't you just go ahead and have the cooling system pressure tested? How much would you charge to bring it in and pressure your test the cooling system, let it sit there for 30 minutes? 75 bucks. 75 bucks. So I'm saying that 50... Yeah, fifth... well...
3: Go ahead. There's a problem. It's a mid-engine car. Okay. And you have trouble getting at the engine.
4: Well, I, it, it, you're not... We're not scared of that. No. Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, Everything's because I mean, it's a mid-engine,
7: the radiator's not mid-radiator. Yeah. The radiator's going to be at the front of the vehicle. Yeah,
3: this, this isn't going to be a problem. I the an oil change, I asked them to check the air filter. They wanted $125 labor to check the air filter.
4: And, you know, I, I I can't explain that because, you know, I wasn't there. But $125 buys at least an hour's worth of my time, and I'm quite sure this old man can find the air filter on your mid-engine car and change it it's for like, $125. It sounds
6: like a Fiero.
3: Yeah, <laughs> is it a Fiero? No, it's a Boxster Porsche. Oh, okay, okay.
5: okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't yeah. think they made the Fiero in '90s. Yeah, I thought they were '80s cars. Okay,
4: I, it doesn't. It. I. We've given you the best advice we could yeah. give you, but Vern, good luck to you, buddy. Thank you very much, John. You're up next. How can we help you?
9: Yes, Mark, I have a uh, 2018 Honda Accord with uh, 40,000 miles on it. I developed the rattle on the bottom of the the car.
6: Okay.
9: So I took it into the dealer and had had them look at it, and they came back and told me I have a left rear shock that needs to be replaced. And they didn't have one in stock, and they said they'd have to order it. Now it's been about three weeks now, and still haven't got okay. notice that this came in. So I'm wondering. Is there a difference in parts availability between a dealer and an independent, as far as shocks?
4: Okay, okay, stop there. I'm um, Alan. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, but
7: I will tell you right now, shocks are shocks and tires are my biggest are my biggest backlogs right now. Okay. I mean, I, I've waited, we waited months for shocks. We waited
5: six weeks for a set of shocks for my truck.
4: Okay. All right. Okay, so we're running into the same problems that you are, but I have a question: Have you ridden in this car, and have you had all four positions? Has your butt been in both front seats on left and right, and in the back seats? And are you sure this noise is coming from the left rear?
9: I have. I'm. I'm the only driver. And okay. I don't drive it much.
4: All right. So will just go pick that. up a couple of highway bums and have them sit around the car. And and, and I, the bottom line is, is we need to. I, I, you need to verify that this is coming from the left rear, right?
9: In my mind, it, it seems possible. Okay. But I can't. I I no longer work on cars, so I don't. Okay. Can't crawl under there and look.
4: Okay, well, I was—I I think if I was sitting in the back seat and we've got a noise, I yeah. think I, I, I would know real quick. You know, might my, grab my three point.
5: buddies or something and yeah. run around and tell them which one. Hey, where's the noise the loudest?
4: And, and just, yeah, rotate your buddies in the car. You're not going to die because of a shock absorber problem right now. You, this, is, this is not going to be, it's no big deal. This is not a safety issue. This isn't anything that you, that prevents you from driving your car. Does anybody disagree with me?
10: No.
7: No, nope.
4: no you just keep driving it and wait till the shock comes in. So we are having shock problems. That's no, co- but this, to be, for someone to create the perception that you have to have this right now is just not true, because the shock absorber's job is to push the tire down on the road, and frankly, it's going to do that anyway because if the car is heavy. It's pushing it down on the road anyway.
9: So no, I didn't have any issues about safety or that. I would yeah. just more. I always thought that there was be a stock of shocks in the United States from Honda.
4: No, Apparently no. Not. No, that, <laughs> let me let me explain. Um I've talked to some of the the guys the big guys in town here and and what's going on is is that all these first of all no one's going to admit but I'm going to tell you that virtually north of 70% of the auto parts come from China because that's where they're made. And they're in boats and they're outside that dock in California <laughs> <laughs> and they can't get in and they can't unload and then here's a problem too is they got to leave with empty containers so they're not going to give their spot up until they put containers on their boats and then they go back to China and they drop off the empties and pick up the other ones the other day one of them told me he had a million and a half dollars worth of batteries sitting on the dock in China And he says, and now after he ordered them, now they're going to charge him storage on the dock because the shipping lanes are empty because half the trucks or the half the boats are there waiting for to take on loads. And half of them are here waiting to drop their loads. Yeah.
7: And just in in real quick too is, you you know, you said Honda shocks and we've had this conversation a million times, but there's probably, and I don't know this for a fact, there's probably three or four shock manufacturers in the world. Uh, so that Honda shock is made by somebody else. So you may be looking for a Honda shock when it's really a KYB, or it may be a Bilstein, or it may be a Monroe, or it may be whatever it is. But but uh, they just have different names and different stickers and different paint on them. So uh, if there's a shock shortage, it's going to be pretty widespread. The difference is, is Honda dealers have access to Honda shocks. Uh, we have we have access to just like I said, Monroe. Bill Stein, you know who? Who? K Y B. Who? You know we have just access, but but in reality they're all the same. Let you me know. finish that thought real okay, quick. Sorry.
4: The, no, no, you did fine. All you right. did fine. You opened up something I'm going to pounce on. We don't buy Honda shocks from, any, or we don't buy shock absorbers from any car manufacturer. No, no, no at all. No, not at all. our wives don't have Honda, Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Lincoln, whatever. Nothing. No, nope. we don't. It's so, so you're not likely to have that problem if you came into. Kurt's shop or my shop because we don't care (laughs) and and we're going to just go to one of our other vendors and when we look it up we can look it up in three or four different part numbers using different catalogs.
7: Not to mention real quick I just thought of this too when was the last time you did one shock? I I, I've never, ever, ever done one shock. That's okay. kind of
6: strange. I think we done one on an accident car one time because that's all the insurance. Yeah, I mean, goes. if
7: it's if it's bad and it's yeah. leaking a, a, a Or week got after, damaged at, yeah, yeah. when they broke the tire. But if that off thing has that. more than 30,000 miles, 20 30,000 miles on it, it's getting a pair of shots, yeah. yeah. period, 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 Okay, and,
4: and, and it's an 18. And he said he so has
5: 30,000 miles, so okay. he should be getting a pair.
4: Yeah, so. and, and our advice to you is go ahead and get a pair, and you'll be a lot happier because if something happens, God forbid, something happens, and then all of of a sudden we've got a noise or we've got a pull or we've got this or we've got that then the question is, is which one of the shocks is done because over here we got the a shock and we got the b shock over here yep. so get a pair Anyway, got to run john thank you very much 602 960 we'll be right back
11: hello i'm greg may owner of phoenix bodyworks for 35 years we've been demonstrating our workmanship our honesty our integrity and our exceptional customer service we are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are iCar certified, which means they are up-to-date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new our customers come from all over the valley i'm greg may remember it's your vehicle you pick the shop not the insurance company phoenix bodyworks we want to be your collision repair specialist call us 623-582-1434 monday through friday nine to noon on saturday
12: before bamboo hr <laughs> i feel like crying just thinking about it we were still handling everything via paper and we literally had
4: 11 o'clock my name is mark salem and kurt and eric from kurt's automotive i-17 and bell are here my son alan is here and we're here at your service if you'd like to ask a car question or argue with us or if you want to ask us or help you settle a family argument 602-508-0960 let me tell you real quick harker's automotives at 38th avenue and indian school been around a very very long time since 1967. Bob and Ellen run and operate Harker's Auto. Ellen's at the front counter. And you're probably, it's not a good idea to walk in there and try to match wits with her. Because she knows as much about cars than anybody I know. But Bob has a shop. And so if you're in that area, 38th Avenue in Indian School, I'm proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto. In addition to that, if you've got a problem nobody else can fix, he is one of about three shops I would send you to. So that's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue in Indian School. And, Daniel, you're up next. How can we help you?
8: Uh, Good morning, Mark. Hey, uh, enjoy your show. Very entertaining. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, I have a 2005 Chevy Trailblazer. Uh, with the uh, inline six, uh, four point two liter, okay, uh, original owner and about uh, one hundred twenty eight thousand miles, okay, and just recently it developed a intermittent uh, miss or a stumble in the motor, just a little quiver, and it uh, it happens like just after it uh, warms up. <clears throat> and it it'll cycle about every anywhere from two to five ten minutes and uh it uh the the other thing is if if uh it, the the exhaust whenever it stumbles it'll shoot a, a, a puff of higher pressure air so okay. and and that's all I got
4: okay. <laughs> so okay. I, I,
8: it's it been a good good running uh, run motor for the past, what 14 years but
4: okay. uh do you have a check engine light on uh
8: nope not okay very
4: much. okay and you and it's it's what you're describing would it be uh, like where there's a misfire where the engine goes yee and then it goes ta 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 is that kind no, of what just, you're
8: uh hearing? no just a real quick uh, uh, uh one to two second stumble quiver Uh, and and like by a 100, 200 RPM drop in attack. And it'll happen both at idle uh, or neutral and in gear, uh, reverse forward gear so. What
5: do you think, Garrett? Those had a lot of timing issues. So I'm not wondering if his timing actuator isn't coming out of time so he gets a, a... the cam one of the cams gets out of time for a second, causing the airflow problems. But or he, he could have a misfire and he's just not understanding it. You know, the coil mm-hmm. breakdown on those is pretty common too.
4: Okay. Anything, Alan? Not no, yeah, no. I think he's struggling to to describe it. He is, but but he he doesn't. He hasn't been in our shoes. That would be something. Now, I guess, Daniel, the real quick question is: is does it pretty much do it all the time? So, if you right. took it into a shop, you'd say, "Hey, all you have to do is stand here for three or four minutes. I want you to sit in the car. I want you to shut uh, the door, put your hands on the steering wheel, and it's going to happen to you in just a second." Uh,
8: yeah. Yep. Okay. It just, it just happened about a week ago. Been been good running. Motor and uh, it's okay. it, it, uh, it, in, in the, the past, it's had uh, uh, O2 sensor kick in every if if you drive it at high speed freeways, okay. But uh, if you don't drive it high highway speed, it, it O2 sensor doesn't come on on the dash, so that's about the only
4: okay. So you uh, have there... okay, wait a minute, go ahead.
5: Well, I was gonna say is is he's ignoring. An, a fuel delivery or O2 sensor r- response problem okay so it's probably getting now where it's affecting more than just the highway speed it's just the way it's affecting it okay. so he's either got he, he's got a fuel delivery issue or a sensor if it's reading rich and should be reading lean you know it's going to change the way it fuel deliveries it can do all kinds of funny things right it's,
4: on a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 3 or a 4 yeah, on this a diagnostic be side. Something, yeah, this part. isn't going to be something we're going to have to take the headliner out of it and take the dashboard out of it to find out what's wrong with it. Okay. That. Okay. So yeah. do you have a shop already that you like oh. and you love?
8: Uh no, I'm in your neighborhood, Mark. So I was thinking okay. about taking it to your shop. So. Oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> 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 what what I, I can did te- other guy say? I, <laughs> I
4: I can I can tell you this much: if if you can make it happen, and don't come on Monday morning or, or don't come on Monday morning or Friday afternoon because we're really busy. But if you can okay. get it to happen, you can stop by and 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 say it's sitting out in the parking lot and it's running and it's doing it right now and i'm quite sure somebody in our organization with with you know a a significant amount of experience which includes my daughter andy and my son alan they can walk out there and sit inside the question is is what is it and i think the consensus of the room right now it's an engine miss yeah yeah Yeah. okay yeah Yeah. so that's what i would do okay daniel
8: Okay. Thank right. you very much. Thank right. you.
4: Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty is the phone number. We've got five lines. You can get any one of them you want. You just call in. Gil's the one that answers the phone. He's going to ask you what your name is, and uh, and that's really about it. Then he says in my headphones, you know, uh, Eric's next or Alan's next or. Kurt's next or, or whoever and they and then I write it down and then sooner or later I'm gonna to get to you as long as <laughs> Eric and, and Alan quit misbehaving and, and embarrassing Kurt and I. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, working on cars is a is a is a very rewarding uh, job, would you say, Eric? Yes. And, and and I like the part about it's broken and I fixed it. Yes. It's broken, I found it, I fixed it, and then I went and drove it and the problem's gone. Yes. And I know that. Every once in a while, even at my shop, We miss it. We fix the wrong vibration. And we'll talk about that.
10: It's the same jig they assemble your car on. RainTree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. RainTree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. RainTree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glass paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RainTree RainTreeAutoBodyInc.com.
5: There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up, and it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot, we were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel
6: the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our
5: pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States
6: Marine.
0: PFC Darrell Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The Few, the Proud, the
1: Marines. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-hmm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry. I'm Just don't text and drive. Visit stoprex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
8: The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed as our nation is with abundant physical resources, and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now.
1: Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill, where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. All about that
8: theme and the the
4: 34 minutes after you have 11 o'clock. You... They should be here during the uh, breaks
6: when we're all arguing.
4: Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, you said something about unanimous a while back. That it, it, wasn't this break. No, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't
4: this break. We were actually talking about, sh- uh, and, and this, there, there is something good about this, because Alan and Eric are talking about shocks. And they like two different brands, right? And 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 I'm telling you, when I get done with this, I'm going to go call a friend of mine, and I'm going to find out who makes those. And and I'm going to laugh my ass off if both oh. of those guys are ever, <laughs> if, if they're both if, made by the same company. Yeah, <laughs> say they both come out of China, yeah. <laughs> same plant. Yeah, the, the Wing Ding
8: plant in, in China. Yeah. Yeah. So
4: it it it's and that happens a lot, especially like with engine oil. Uh, uh, the, engine oil, everybody's got all this purple stuff and the yellow stuff and the blue stuff and all this kind of stuff. Well, there's only four or five manufacturers that make oil, so it doesn't make any difference where the oil is coming from and what package it ends up with. It's, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. The quality is the same. So it, it, uh, but that's what goes on in the breaks while we're, uh, is, is we're all arguing. And Kurt and I are just watching the boys. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we, we've been through this too many times.
6: Yeah, I can see that, uh, that, that, uh, neither one of them agree with the other one. Yet. <laughs>
4: oh, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> no, they that won't. If all they're going to disagree on what brand shocks I'm going to put on my wife's car, I, that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. That, well, and what oil are you pouring? Uh, it's, what brand? It was a brand. Oh.
5: He got know? just got that out. Who was the company that just got that out? The local big distributor. Alan,
6: oh.
4: Alan. knows.
5: Um, I think I. Synergy uh, bought them. Who was who was it before? I don't know. Fuel New Co- West. New West?
4: It, w- no, New West is the Vaveline
5: distributor. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah. Fuelco was who it was. Synergy just bought them. Okay, that's who we do business with. Okay, so now company. I'm buying Synergy oil. Okay,
4: who's your salesman?
5: Yeah, I can't mention their name around here. Okay. Is it Dane? No. Oh. You fired him a few years ago over idiosyncrasies. Idiosyncrasies? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Wrong word. (laughs) What? (laughs) I thought he worked for me? No, 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 no. You fired the big parts company because they treated somebody bad.
4: Oh, I've done that before. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah,
5: so I I know right from wrong. That's (laughs) that's.
4: (laughs) Although everybody else doesn't always agree, (laughs) especially Renee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, she's my lie detector. You know what I mean? Oh, you don't have any right. Okay, so I fired a parts company. Mm -hmm. Just is this in the last year or two? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, the one that was right behind you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we still do business with them, but not in the volume that we used to.
5: Yeah, so that's that's who we source the oil through but they use synergy for us
4: okay 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 i got you 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 um so is is um why not just go directly to
5: synergy because they never solicited us well let me ask you a question do you
4: have guns overhead <laughs> guns and stuff like that for the oil
5: oh i thought you meant the kind of... <laughs> no no
6: no <laughs> i thought this was gonna get it oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: let me ask you do you have overhead
4: lube units
6: you no. buy
5: in bulk. We buy yeah. in, We buy. A, there's big. We have big storage containers. They come and fill them up when we need them. And, and then how, how do you get them from there? Uh, jugs. Oh, Okay.
4: Yeah. I think now I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Dane is our salesman. Um, we know everything there is to know about Dane. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing that we don't know. First of all, we love him like I love him like a son. I mean, I just I think he's one of the and and his boss Chris goes back with me in the 70s when we used to go to Apex, and you went there, and all you did is misbehave for the entire week that we were at Apex. So I just watched it. You understand? I wasn't part of that problem. But um, if you develop a relationship like we did, we went to Synergy. And they put our overhead lube units in, they put our tanks in, they put our alamite pumps in, they plumbed the air. They had this guy that came in that just did magical stuff. And every product we have is on guns right now. Now, it takes about 21 seconds to put five quarts of oil in a car. And we don't have the plastic, we don't have the lids, we don't have the paper, we don't have the cardboard, we got nothing. The bad news is, is if you start gunning that stuff in there and the baffles a little plugged up, you're going to have <laughs> a heck of a mess <laughs> because that back, that valve cover is going to back up something fierce and you got oil everywhere, so you got to pay attention. Mm-hmm. So our overhead lube units have four products, plus we got grease, plus we got water, plus we got air. So the the uh, the, the and then there was a commitment for so many years of of stuff like right, that. Right. But um, I I think you know you, you got what do you got to lose? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Talk to Dane. Are you gonna? T- I'm texting him right now. Okay, uh, Alan and him are really good friends. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to tell you, the two of them are as different as night and day. <laughs> <laughs> Dane is who you want your daughter to bring home.
6: <laughs> That's and, what I was gonna say. So, 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 so Dane me, is I'll, a nice guy, right? Yeah, now. yes, we're yeah. probably
5: gonna like him. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> Man, I didn't see where I stand.
4: <laughs> you're already married. That's what they were saying. Oh, so okay. you're already oh, taken. Okay. Yeah, All they right. they weren't they weren't comparing you. <sighs> <laughs> First of all, he's sitting next to the door. That means we can't get out of here until he moves. Okay. Well, you mentioned guns.
5: Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> carrying guns. I don't think that's yeah. a problem around here. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's armed, but somebody in this room has probably got a gun. <laughs> somebody. Alan, you know anybody? Uh, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> he carries a little 380 in his pocket yeah. almost yeah. all the time. Oh, anyway, um, it, and. And that's, from a, from a business point of view, I've always had a relationship. We had Canyon State Oil back in the 70s. And then we had Mobile provide us our, our fluids. And then when we moved to uh, to uh, uh, Guadalupe and McClintock is when we went to Vaveline. That was Canyon State. And during that period of time, everybody knew one another. Everyone was friends, and everyone looked forward to the playtime in Las Vegas during the Apex um and folks the apex is where all the car manufacturers and all the car distributors and all the car guys the installers get together in Las Vegas and we all make fools of ourselves and drink a whole lot of liquor that we shouldn't be drinking so that's it's the big annual get together so but today with synergy um i think i think you should talk to him and then you could say i haven't talked to mark yet but i'd like the deal that he has and then he's going dane's going to say as long as you do his volume <laughs> 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 and, but I think we're how many different products are we are we shooting up there? Five. And tell no, me. No, I'm sorry.
7: No, 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 no. It's more than that. There's uh, uh, seven. Okay. No, no, no. Not overhead. We have seven bulk right now.
4: Okay. But but two of them we're we're doing out of a of a drum.
5: Yeah, the zeros. The
4: zeros. Yeah. The zero See, twenty the
5: zeros I have in. Yeah. Well, I containers. But so I got five lubricants in bulk and three coolants in bulk.
4: Okay. Yeah. We're not doing coolants. Right? No. Yeah. We're doing DEF, though. We're doing DEF. Um, We we have a dispenser now. So when the diesels come in, we're automatically filling their DEF up. They love that. Yeah. They love that. And you can't imagine the money I'm losing on that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I
5: could. Yeah, we kind of give away a lot of that, too. Yeah,
4: and it's really a customer service, yeah. but they sure do appreciate it yeah. when, they, when they're when they really busy, especially the construction guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they bring their car in. Uh, they need their truck anyway, and sometimes they'll sit in the lobby, but when you give it back to them, it's not full of fuel, but it's full of death. Yeah. And they like that. All righty, 602
10: We'll be right back. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. Local business owners are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was a few months ago. Let Salem Surround help you today. Our team of local in-market experts will utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Salem Surround is here to help you achieve success.
1: Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com.
6: This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960
11: The Patriot. This week on Middle East Radio Forum, our guest from Israel, Arya Green. The topic, trying to make sense of the so-called Jewish groups that challenge Israel's right to its own historic land and compromise Israel's security in that endeavor.
1: That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
8: Well, welcome
4: back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting here next to me is Alan, my son. And then we got Kurt and Eric. They're from Kurt's Auto at I-17 and Bell. There is more than a hundred years of experience in this room but there's really only two of us that know which how the cow ate the cabbage and that's the guys with gray hair these two young bucks they <laughs> <laughs> mark mark, mark we're know. all over 40 now <laughs> it doesn't make any difference there is no there is no no uh, what am i replacement other than experience And the fact Uh, that Kurt and I have a lot less hair than you two. Yeah, substitute Uh, for for experience. experience. Thank you very much for that. Mm -hmm. So you two young bucks can say what you want, but you know what? (laughs) It's... it's, it's it's we, we were around when points and condensers made us poop our pants. <laughs> and when they went from points and condensers to electronic ignitions, we were thinking about retiring at 25. <laughs>
6: and yeah, don't forget the fuel injection. That almost sent us over the edge. Oh,
4: the very first time we ever, ever did a fuel injection um, issue, it was a really big deal. And, and there was a company here called TBA Supply, and it was Butch and what's-her-name Jeter. And I remember his, the names. A, and So we all went to Butch's warehouse, and he had this thing, and he was going to show us how to flush fuel injectors. He, we could never get the car running. <laughs> we never got the car running. And so we worked on that car there for two or three days. Then we brought it to our shop, and we could never get it. What happened is we never, ever cut the return line, so we filled the gas tank full of the chemical that we were supposed to clean the injectors (laughs) with, which wiped out everything in the gas tank, which was the sending unit and the uh, fuel pump. So we had to put it all back together. And I remember distinctly of, remember those days when we went to fuel injection? I don't know about you, but I was thinking about retiring. Getting the (laughs) heck out of business. Since then, think about points to condenser today with no distributor. Direct ignition, coil over ignition, O2 sensors telling us how to trim the fuel, all that stuff.
5: Direct injection. And direct injection. Well, now you're even getting so much variable cam time and you're getting rid of throttle bodies.
4: Exactly, exactly. And that's going to take all the fun out of it, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All righty. Pete, you're up first. How can we help you?
12: Hey, gentlemen. Merry Christmas.
4: Thank you. And same to you. Thank you. Hey.
12: Yes, sir. I've got a 99 Toyota RAV4 2.0 four-wheel drive. And I need to do some uh, trans work on it. Uh, it actually belongs to my son. And the spec is calling for Dexron 3. Uh, that's the first question. I'm having a, a hard time finding that. Uh, the <laughs> question is, do I need to put that exact transmission fluid in it?
4: Well, first and... of all, let, let, me, let, me, let me just, I can answer that real quick. For, every, I mean, okay. we're in, we're in Dexron 2759 by now. So everything's right. backwards compatible. So you can get the Dextron five, five, six is five the and six as Five and six. Yeah, five and six. So it doesn't really make any difference. You're not going to find Dex three, but five and six is backwards compatible. You have no problems. Okay. That's what we're doing.
12: Right. I didn't want to make an expensive mistake. I was actually driving around looking for the number three. And I turned on the radio, and that's why I'm calling you.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh we're, 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 so, all right. Uh, those, those in favor that he should use five or six, uh, those not in favor, then speak now or well, shut the yeah, hell up. The, the, he won't find 3 it's, gone, it's <laughs> like the 80s. No, I'm just kidding. But
6: uh, yeah. I think on one shelf eight. in my shop, I got an old cord of three
4: So No, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. We're, we're, you're going to have 20 people calling me saying, uh, I don't want that. The answer to your question is is, is you, you can use the five or six and have no problems whatsoever but you had okay. another one.
12: Uh, yes, sir. Um, so my, my son, he's 20, he was driving this car, beautiful car and everything, and uh, he decided that since everyone was passing him as he was going up the hill towards Payson, that he would treat his three-speed as a uh, an overdrive type of transmission. So he proceeded to uh, drive in second gear up the hill for an hour. <laughs> so he burned... <laughs> he burned <laughs> laughing with he, you. He burned <laughs>
7: laughing with you not at you <laughs> well, wait a minute so he burned
12: uh, out his transmission okay and he 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 literally melted the transfer case to the transmission uh case so we we put a new one in there a local mechanic did okay and it's it's done fine for now but he crashed it the other day he pushed <laughs> in the front end and and when i when i pull everything apart it's going to leak so this is why i had the transmission fluid uh question okay. so This rebuild trailer, this new transmission that we put in there, it had 70,000 miles on it, and it works perfectly except when it gets hot, he's having trouble uh, engaging reverse. Is that a solenoid issue or is that a total rebuild issue?
4: Well, it depends. The it's, same thing? it's a pressure issue. The question yeah. is: is 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 it is it pressure because the seals are old and hard? Does it ever get better if the transmission gets fully warmed up? Is it is the delay gone or almost gone? And when it's cold, it's really there. Possible. So
12: when it's cold, it backs up really nice. When it gets warm, it, it, it's uh, hard to engage.
4: Well, that's just the opposite. Yeah.
12: yeah.
5: Well, your fluid hmm. thins out a little bit more as right. it warmer? So it.
4: I know, but what, yeah. what, how would you diagnose that?
5: Eh, pressure, gauges, and yeah. you'd have to see. But even then, if you... The reverse is usually not solely driven on that, especially something that old. Yeah. It's usually uh, uh, man- manually driven, so when you put in reverse, it moves the valving, just applies the fluid. So he's probably got a seal in the valve body or something, or, or one of the clutch pack seals probably bypassed.
4: We're, we're losing pressure when we shouldn't be losing pressure. And, and and if right. he wants to swell the seals any, um, are you an advocate like I am, a little bit of brake fluid?
5: I usually don't use brake fluid. They actually make special products for that. Okay, and we're
4: trying to swell the rubber, rubber seals seal. slightly just for a diagnostic purpose. Yes. Okay, so what would you put in it? Transax in it. Yeah. So Transax. Yeah. Okay, so a can of Transax would be the appropriate one. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what. That's what you could do. Put some Transax in it. See if that makes a difference. If it does make a difference, then it is a seal issue. And at that point, if everything else was working, is the problem going to be solved with a just a clean up and refresh the valve body, or or
5: if it just depends if it's in the valve body. Yeah. But if it's actually in one of the clutch pack seals, then then, then that, it won't. Then it
4: won't. Um, you got nothing to do but drive it. You know, um, it's a seventy thousand mile transmission. Yeah,
5: that, that it's it, it's one of those. If it's only in reverse, you just yeah. I wait don't till know. it goes. Wait till a Ford
4: it
7: gear goes. Sounds out. like the way your son's driving it. That this truck ain't gonna be around. Truck, <laughs>
4: <anyway>. <laughs>
7: yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he's safe. It'll never last that long.
4: <laughs> have you ever seen a transmission you know the,
7: melted to the, the transfer uh, case? I have not, but I would have
12: loved to have seen that. Uh, I, I because yeah, the. the, the I,
4: but wait a I'm minute, sorry. two hours was up a hill.
12: banging on it.
4: Okay. Um. He, t- there is no hill between he, between Tempe and Payson that it takes two hours to go up well, the hill. Well, he said a
12: two
5: O Toyota. I mean, the thing was only running thirty mile an hour. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> two yeah. hours.
4: And he and, and rode it so hard <laughs> that he melted the transmission. <laughs> that I, how,
5: you know how hot that exhaust was. Uh,
4: oh, oh, my god! I can't believe really, really he still move. <laughs> I, I there. I mean, what, that connotates just what the heck. Um,
6: it must still move the front end's beat out it. mean mouth. Did <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: um, did he have like half the uh, the uh, girls from the local soccer team in the back seat or something like that? I don't know. Uh, but that-
12: they, they they were actually going up to a party and facing butts, um,
7: Okay. I mean, that I'm explains glad it. I could
12: make you laugh. It just made me sad. <laughs> no, I, oh,
7: as, I wanted- a, as a dad, it would make me sad too. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. I'm, I'm laughing with you like I already uh, said that.
4: Oh, you just shut the hell up over there. He's the one that he, – he brought home cars that were in, in a laundry basket. <laughs> Absolutely. You, yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he's pretending like he's the dad now. Well, what about when I was your dad? I know. Yeah. I, I get it. She Christmas. <laughs> Would
5: you disown him? You said was. <laughs> yeah,
4: you know, I, I might do that. But but I want to tell you something, Pete. I'm, I can sympathize with you because this kid that's sitting here next to me right now, he, he brought home his car a couple of times on a tow truck. And, uh, and, and it wasn't – dad wasn't real happy, but nevertheless mm-hmm. – um, um, he's going to learn, or he's going to have to start paying for some of this himself. So, anyway, <laughs> Pete, good luck to you. Thank you very much. Um, did, did I miss any breaks? No. Okay. No. Let, we're going to do Steve then. Steve, you're up next. Thank you for holding through this laughter, and how can we help you?
2: Hey, good morning. Uh, you and I briefly spoke last Saturday on my 06 Cadillac XLR Northstar. I have an intermittent check engine light and uh the poor guys at a west side cadillac dealership i won't mention any names um we get a misfire on the code but they can't tell me what's going to fix the car however um when it initially first time did it in their diagnostics, they said I had an issue with the ECM, and I spent twenty-one hundred dollars on that. And the check engine light came on probably two weeks after that.
4: And with the and same the code. Check, eh, wait a minute. With the, with with the, the same th- code. Code.
2: Yes. Yes, okay. sir. Right. Same code. That does not come here, that, Steve. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping that maybe they still had the old computer, and I was going to you know, stand tight on my spurs and say, maybe I really didn't need an ECM, but they said I did. And like most of us, we do what we're told. Um, every time this check engine light comes on, it's a normal operating temp.
4: Steve, Steve, stop, at, stop. This is none of this is going to help us. None of us can diagnose it looking through your eyes. None of us have the ability to to listen to you and say, this is what, what it is. It's, it's, unfortunately, the Cadillac guys who are supposed to know the Cadillac really well are saying to you that they can't find and fix it, which would suggest to me that the problem is intermittent, at least, and, and, as, and there's some codes, but nobody really knows what direction the codes are sending us. So you only have two choices. You start guessing. Or you wait till it gets worse and easier to find. That's it. You've only got those
5: two choices. It you unfortunately the dealerships are also time and, so if they can't pin it down they ain't gonna spend the time like me and you would yeah. to actually drive it a little bit and actually make it act up if it's not acting up currently for them.
4: And I agree with you. That we have that kind of personalized service. Many shops in town yes. have that kind of personalized service where we've got one guy or two guys or three guys that are really good with that. And if you're okay, then you drop the car off and you just leave it there and Eddie takes it home and Eric takes it home and he drives it back and forth and they've got a scanner that's already hooked up and they're watching serial stream data and they're watching the crankshaft sensor and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, we're just not going to be able to fix it, but hang on to your receipts because after you get it fixed you might want to go back to a particular shop that couldn't fix it and ask them if maybe they were talking about it's probably in the because it's going to be in the fuel system or the control system or the spark system or i mean it's going to be something like that and so if they're talking fuel 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 and it turns out to be spark 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 then you might want to ask them in a nice way if they would consider some kind of a refund but that's the best i can
5: offer yeah and he asked about them having the computer if it if the car leaves it's the old parts are gone from our shop in two days.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and I'm not quite sure that that's a good way to do it. Um, it would be a better to negotiate maybe some kind of a discount on the next labor or something like that, or at least ask for that kind of a conversation. Um, but but yeah, getting 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 parts and putting... now. This brings up a good point. Why didn't he ask for his old computer back? Because this would eliminate that. And I'm a real advocate. And my trash bill is half of what yours is because I give him all the trash back. But the computer probably has has
6: a core on it. So you ain't going to get that
4: one back. But how much is the core on the computer, on the ECM?
6: depends on how rare it is. Okay. Yeah. $150 and up is common.
4: Okay. All
5: I've right. seen and some computer cores as much as $500, 600
4: But the customer can make up
6: that
5: yeah, mind. The can. customer
4: can say, I want the computer, and mm. we mark it and mm. give it to him, and then he brings it back and we return it. So, I mean, that possibility exists as long yeah. as everybody's marking it and signing off mm. on it and, and yeah. stuff like that, right. serial number, logging and stuff. Well, Chris, Chris or um, Steve. Steve, that's the best we can offer you. Anyway, Eric and... What's his name over there? Kurt? He's been kind of quiet. Kurt, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And Alan, I wish he was a little... <laughs> <laughs> I like how he goes, I'm laughing with you. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was the only one laughing. He right? was. He was and he wasn't laughing with him. No, he, <laughs> was not. he wasn't. laughing. But we hear that a lot. We hear yeah. that that kind of well we did this, we did that, we did this, we did that, and we already know at the end of the story. We still have the problem or we wouldn't be talking. Yeah. And unfortunately the guessing um is is, is is sinful in our in our but it's really predominant and prevalent everywhere else. So thanks for spending your Saturday with me. My email is mark at marksalem.com. Mark at Marksalem Dot .com you're welcome to send me an email if you're going to ask me a car question give me your phone number cuz typically I have questions I want to ask you and I can't spend the rest of my life doing back and forth 10 times so a lot of times I'm going to call you from my block cell phone if you don't answer I'm going to say this is Mark Salem I'll call back in 5 minutes and then I will call back in 5 minutes and we'll talk so that's kind of how it works but that's what's easiest for me And then that way I can ask you a lot of questions. But long dialogue like that over uh, uh, an email chain is just really cost prohibitive as far as I'm concerned. So anyway, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Drive safely. Wave to somebody if they do something nice for you.